Hello everyone, Sasha here with another exciting episode of Fudo Security Podcast. And I've got a very special episode for you today because I'm not sitting here alone in the studio. I've got a fantastic, excellent programmer, developer, yeah, cyber yeah, geek, yeah, yeah. and gamer. Yeah, hello. Hi, I'm Adam. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So this is going to be our weekend edition. Uh, so this is when we delve into a topic a little bit longer. Um, we're going to have a little discussion today all about cybersecurity and gaming. And I can see that Adam is rolling his eyes at me. Why are you doing that? Yeah, because they really have to use the word cyber. Yeah, of course. Uh, is that the wrong word to use? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so I won't go into the details, but look up how it was used in the 90s. All right, okay, okay. 90s throwback. All right, so about gaming and info security. Is that better? Much better. Fantastic, good. Um, so speaking of video games and gaming in general, massive industry, but of course, most of us have played video games in the past. So what, what Adam, tell, tell us, what is your favorite video game? I would probably have to go back with the classics and say Quake. Quake, right, okay. You know what, you'll never believe me. I'd never, ever once played, played Quake. I was more an Unreal Tournament fan. Okay, yeah. we, we have to change that. Okay, let's let's set it up. Will it run on on a pad, iPad? Well, it runs on OpenBSD. Oh, great. Okay, that's another topic, which is for another time. Yeah. BSD. Uh, let's uh, let's see. Uh, my favorite video game of all time. I'm a little bit, you know, the first person shooter is a little bit too fast for me. I'd I'd go with uh, the Civilization series, Sid Meier's Civilization. So, have you ever played by email? Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, that was that was a while ago, though. Playing by email and setting the, the save game file, right? Yeah. So if someone found a bug in Civilization, he could send you a malformed save file to exploit, like your computer, and do weird stuff to it. Okay, that sounds uh, serious. But you mean like cheating, though, right? Like, well, because you're back, losing. Back then, perhaps, but now I would go for your credit card number. Oh right. Okay. So no more. I should stop playing by email now with my save games. Yeah, or at least be careful about it. All right, okay. Well, that's that's an excellent point because that is the core of our talk today in this podcast um, and how security fits into into that with gaming. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's no surprise here. Gaming, it's an absolutely massive industry. I mean, we, we were talking about this a little bit earlier today. I mean, just on, on, on a sort of a global level, we're looking at sort of revenues of like $152 billion dollars I think it's something like uh, two and a half billion gamers online. I mean, looking also at the, the really big ones, right? I'm like eSports, fastest growing right now, uh, yeah. looking like probably a 26% increase on some of those reports. Yeah, all the battle royales, etc. Yeah, the battle royale stuff. I mean, unfortunately, my, my home desktop and uh, technology equipment is a little bit uh, uh, too old to handle these, but uh, have you have you had a go at some of these big battle royales? Well, they are not really my game. Not still playing with uh, with with Yeah, Craig. I'm still playing. Okay, that's just the classic, right? But you were telling me earlier about this uh, stat with Steam, right? With the whole Steam Valve stuff. Yeah, they they are actually pretty good at security. Mm -hmm. So uh, what you should remember as a gamer, regardless of what you play, is to enable two-factor authentication 
and most of the, most of those services allow you to, for example, Blizzard and Steam and even PlayStation allow you to enable the factor authentication, and that helps uh, in preventing other people from accessing your account, from, for example, from password to use. Yeah, that, that's a good point because I mean we, we do hear uh, about a lot of uh, security flaws, right? Uh, I mean, if we compare like banking and finance to to gaming, I mean with banking finance. I mean, there, there is just more security built in, right? I mean, people know that they're dealing with, with, with credit cards, with sensitive customer information, but gaming doesn't seem to have as much security, as much of a robust plan yeah. yet. It of course depends, because yeah, a run-of-the-mill company will be terrible, a run-of-the-mill gaming company will be terrible at security. However, uh, some of them are doing fine. two-factor authentication and putting a lot of uh, effort into security. However, the nature of games and the ship and forget life cycle of them makes it really hard to uh, expect uh, security in games. And customers aren't used to ask for it and don't verify that the product they're receiving is still getting security updates if they get them at all. Yeah, I know, and that's the thing, right, with this massive industry, it's growing at unprecedented pace, and there's so much pressure, right, on the developers to push out new games that, you know, in that process, bound to be bugs, uh, so that's, that's a real push then, and also I think, uh, why, why is this industry so susceptible, why is this industry more vulnerable, if you look at probably the average gamer, I mean, these are going to be very young gamers, right, we're looking at kids, teenagers, right, who don't necessarily maybe take security that seriously because they're more trusting a lot of the stuff is online yeah and even if you look at the older gamers like back when i was younger money wasn't that involved in computing so we might uh, well us in the security field we are used to it now but people that grew up in that time might not correlate the fact that you are gaming on the same machine that you are like doing bills on yeah especially with mobile yeah exactly um, and then also, I mean, one of the, the big risk factors as well is that I think in general gamers don't perceive security as, as in their gaming experience really as, as a big risk for security, right? They're using, I mean, because they think there aren't, there isn't really too much financial transactions involved. I mean, that, that's one of the things that's becoming more and more apparent. Uh, but it's like one of the main big things, which is general and endemic and, and not just gaming, but elsewhere is that people are just reusing their passwords, right? They're using Correct. basic, simple passwords and they're reusing them. Uh, and I saw this off uh, a Google statement and report earlier, it's that 59% of online users are just reusing their password, right? So this is one of the, the main dangers here. So maybe carrying on now in terms of what kind of attacks we're looking at in terms of gaming in general with, with security, info security here, we're looking at why, why are these attacks happening? And I think at the first level, it's very basic. It's probably just some people trying to gain an unfair advantage, right? But it's gotten far more serious than that, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, back in, back in the past, you would just cheat, right? Mm -hmm. You run a wall hack on your like you, Like you on the, oh, the, oh, oh, the no. SIP email ones. Mm -hmm. That's not public information. <laughs> uh, regardless, uh, yeah, it escalates quite quickly from like gaining advantage in-game to Denial of service attack, extortion, and even theft itself. 
Yeah, exactly. And especially in these areas with esports and little battle royale stuff, right? The upgrades, um, the the monetization, the transactional stuff. Well, I think in case of like uh, multiplayer games, uh, the the main targets are like people hosting the servers. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, if you run a Minecraft server, you can expect to be like DDoS or extorted. Mm -hmm. But uh, regular users, I don't think we see a lot of focus from information security folks and uh, criminals themselves in exploiting that. And I think that's an unexplored vector that will turn into a time bomb pretty soon. Yeah, uh, I mean, speaking of vectors, right, you have these other examples, right? We're, we're looking at, you already mentioned the DDoS and uh, DDoS attacks, um, also going in, into malware, right? Where a lot of these users are, are quite susceptible to, where, you know, passing over, especially with gamers, you know, agreeing to third party stuff, downloading. I think there was one um, also with, with phishing, and there was a story we covered earlier this year about uh, the Fortnite uh, attack. I think there's also like a this is something where where certain hackers found um, in the in the subdomain some kind of um, with authentication mm -hmm. and open a loophole there where hackers could get into that and then take full control of the accounts. Then with like a combination of credential stuffing, they could get access to this. They were then able to uh, try and get access to the the whole the, the, the V box. I think what they were called. I think that um, this all spiraled from a. Uh, email that Epic Games had sent out to all the gamers, so it looked legit, right? Gamer just clicked on it. Think to, you know, it probably made it look more enticing if it, you know, saved whatever 25% on on in-game right. credits. But I, the developer was able to stop that, so I think that was something that that didn't go ahead. But shows you kind of these open attacks, and and obviously the the hackers they're looking for the easiest way to gain. Uh, data, right? The banking exactly. seems more challenging, and now gaming is. And you have to, you know, realize that Epic is big, and they have the resources to put staff on that and detect and react to such issues. A smaller company might not. What's the takeaway here? What's the advice that we can give our listeners and fellow gamers out there? So if you only remember one thing from this podcast, only then, one thing, then at least enable to factor authentication. That's the most important part. Got it. But we still have more advice, so there will be more than one thing. <laughs> also advice for, for parents. And of course, as we said earlier, a lot of young users, they, they trust too often too much. And um, just talking with your kids uh, and your teens about making sure that they're doing basics you know, about passwords and everything we covered and, and that they are aware of security more. And also use a prepaid card if you are buying something for your kid in-game so that it doesn't empty your uh, account or put your credit card on a large debit just from further usage. Yeah, and, and as ever uh, with that Google statistic earlier, it's worth and really easy just to change your password. You know, change it to something um, often, regularly, uh, don't use the same passwords everywhere, don't reuse it in other places. And also keep your devices up to date, that's including your phone, your console or your PC and the game itself. And then of course, one of the most important things you could do uh, is you could just go back to playing hot seat um, and you know taking care of your security altogether that way. Like in the 90s. Like in the 90s, good old 90s when it was safe, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
All right. Well, look, guys, thanks again for tuning in. I want to thank Adam for, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. And thanks for listening. Um, we'll be back next week with another episode of Fudo Security Podcast. Have a great weekend, everyone. Bye. See ya. Thank you.